thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Dope Sick. Uh, I just got home. Um, God, I looks like I'm going to have to buy a new phone. It's just, ugh. I hate buying a new phone, but I can't get rid of the storage on my phone. I just, ugh, it's frustrating. Or I have to get one with that has... I think I'm going to get an Android because then I can add more memory on there. Because apples are stupid. <laughs> I'm just, like, so annoyed. Um, but, you know, I'm used to an Apple because I can use it with my computer. And so I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I just... I'm beginning to hate apples, but then... At the same time, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I mean, because I'm used to an Apple now. Um, Android's a lot easier to use, but it's just, I don't know about the, the uh, security or just, you know, I'm used to the finger what do you call it like um, being able to open but it's not like I can't use an Android it's not hard at all so I don't know I don't know I'm going to pray about it and I don't feel like dealing with it right now because my friend's going to pick me up in a bit and I have to get in the shower and we're going to be gone till late. Um, and then uh, I promised a friend I would go to his birthday party. And, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a busy day, weekend. I'm debating too because they have another. Uh, event on Sunday for Easter and I'm debating if I should go to my home church or if I should go to this other church because my friend is going and she she, yeah um, but if I go to the other one it's about four hours long and but it's awesome so I don't know I don't know what I'm gonna do um And, yeah, I just, I did some cooking this morning. I have so much food right now, which I need to use, because I fast the other day, and, and then I made a whole bunch of food, and then there's no way I could eat it, so I gave half of it to my neighbor, but, um... Yeah, I I really hope that that guy David is okay. I just, I hope he goes to the Dream Center tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow, Monday. I, I, I don't know how sharp he is. I mean, as an older person, I know it's intimidating to... I know for myself, a lot of times when I don't understand certain things or I don't 
I'm not familiar with certain areas or doing certain things, I can have like panic attacks or just be so overwhelmed that I do nothing. That's why a lot of times I need to make a list of what needs to be done and then check it off because that helps me instead of having it in my head because when I just have it in my head it's overwhelming and then I get paralyzed and I do absolutely nothing and procrastinate so that's something that I need to really work on I mean the whole phone thing was overwhelming to me um, today because I went there and then I can't they they weren't open then I came back then I went there and then the guy tried to help me he was really nice and yeah but um, he, he couldn't do what I couldn't do, so, um, because of the amount of memory I have on my phone, which is, I don't even know, like, three GBs, which I don't even know what that is, but, or 32, or, I don't know, and then I don't know what iCloud, I don't know how to use it, or put stuff, even though I'm paying for it monthly, which is really foolish, but, they don't help you at the store. I mean, I should have asked this guy about it because he probably could have helped me. But, um, yeah, just transferring everything. And I don't know why that's so overwhelming for me. I shouldn't even say that because then it makes it worse. But, um, yeah, I don't. I, I'd rather, if I could, I would keep the same phone for the rest of my life and never mess with a new one ever but because they keep doing upgrades and new phone new phone new phone you know so that they could keep you spending money and buying new phones every couple years it's just a pain in the butt I just oh it just frustrates me but anyways um I think I'm going to start reading the book absolute surrender by Andrew Murray um, because there's things in my life that I know that I need to surrender, and it's just, you know, it's a process, because the more I think that I've surrendered, the Lord will bring up things that I have to give up, and surrender, and, and as time goes on, you know, I'm realizing, like, gosh, there's certain things that I'm just, I don't know. Uh, I read today's Oswald Chambers, um, My Utmost for His Highest. I'm going to read it here because it's really good. Um, The Failure to Pay Close Attention. 2 Chronicles 15:17 The high places were not removed from Israel nevertheless the heart of Asa Asa I don't know how to say his name was loyal in uh, all his days Asa was not completely obedient in the outward visible areas of his life he was obedient in what he considered the most important areas but he was not entirely right Beware of ever thinking, oh, that thing in my life doesn't matter much. The fact that it doesn't matter much to you may mean that it matters a great deal to God. 
Nothing should be considered a trivial matter by a child of God. How much longer are we going to prevent God from teaching us even one thing? But he keeps trying to teach us, and he, he never loses patience. You say, I know I'm right with God, yet the quote-unquote high places still remain in your life. There is still an area of disobedience. Do you protest that your heart is right with God, and yet there is something in your life he causes you to doubt? Yes. Whenever God causes a doubt about something, stop it immediately, no matter what it may be. Nothing in our lives is a mere insignificant detail to God. Are there some things regarding your physical or intellectual life to which you have been paying no attention at all? If so, you may think you are all correct in the important areas, but you are careless. You are failing to concentrate or focus properly. You know more need a day off from spiritual concentration on matters in your life than you than your heart needs a day off from beating as you cannot take a day off morally you cannot or wait as you cannot take a day off morally and remain moral neither can you take a day off spiritually and remain spiritual God wants you to be entirely His, and it requires paying close attention to keep yourself fit. It also takes a tremendous amount of time. Yet some of us expect to rise above all of our problems going from one mountaintop experience to another with only a few minutes effort. That's really good. I'm guilty of not taking care of myself and especially in the last few months and my life got so caught up in my relationship with Junior that I really just put me on the back burner you know even with my eating habits and I mean, not bad, but, like, I actually ate at Jack in the Box the other night with my neighbor. That was, why does fast food taste so good? (laughs) Like, but I prayed over the food because I'm like, God, the last time I ate at Jack in the Box, I just had curly fries and I had the Hershey squirts the next day. It was awful and a stomachache, but this time I didn't, so that was good, but And I hear they're putting poison in the tap water, some other stuff too. So I don't trust anything. I mean, basically everything's designed to slowly kill us. So, you know, um, I just do the best I can. And I think it's time to go shopping for food again soon. Um, Because, uh, oh, I just found a five dollar bill in my pocket (laughs) um that's cool um yeah but 
I just I'm really excited to go to this conference and I I know there's things that I need to to surrender to God and I thought I did this morning I think I have but things will come up and then you know like this whole relationship with Junior it's I realized that I had an ideal where I think that I was because I really believe that the relationship is from God but not for right now not I mean I can't even think about a relationship with him until he gets right with God and gets clean so I mean goes to a program you know and I jumped the gun and I feel really bad because I made the mistake of just thinking actually even acting as if we were already gonna like we're together I mean thankfully you know we never crossed the line of we never made out or never like did anything like we just dry kissed or whatever and thankfully since he found out he has HIV but um yeah as far as that went that was you know we did that right but as far as getting so emotionally caught up in each other when he's still using and I get sucked into the whole addiction behavior and manipulation and even if he doesn't know that he's he's a master manipulator I was a master manipulator you can't use drugs and not be a good manipulator that's just I mean you're just not going to be able to to be a good dope fiend if you don't manipulate well. So, you know, it's really easy for me to get sucked up into that. And now I know that I need to s- step back and just be me and be alone and work on me and and work on my relationship with Jesus because I was reading I just got convicted after I read Oswald Chambers and then I um I just heard Revelation 2 4 Nevertheless I have this against you that you have left your first love remember there for remember therefore from where you have fallen repent and do the first works or else i will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent and i feel like i have lost my first love in the sense that i put junior before god in a lot of ways and not intentionally because it's really easy to get mixed up or just get your focus off because when you're doing things for God it's very easy to 
focus on what you're doing instead of the reason you're doing it and and on Jesus and that's what I realize I've I've done and been doing and that needs to change and because the fact that I ended up smoking cigarettes is just like the humongous red flag and obviously something is not right for me to do that and the anger I've still I realize I still have anger issues and I need well God I give you my anger but and it's crazy because a lot of times I don't even realize I'm angry because I'll get I'll get pissed and then I'm like whatever I forgive and then I blow it off and then push it down. I mean, it goes somewhere. It doesn't just disappear, you know. I mean, I can give it to God, and He definitely helps me. But I think that a lot of times I just stuff it, and then it comes out in different ways. And I, I know that I realize that I am very angry at Junior and. And I should be. That's the thing. I, I I was making excuses for him saying, well, you know, poor thing. He's gone through this and uh, he's having a hard time. And, well, he's on drugs, you know, so he does what he does. But really, the, his behavior toward me still hurts me and pisses me off so I think my anger shifted from because I'm like excusing him when in fact I have a right to be angry I have because yeah he acting out at me talking to me the way he has and 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 even if he is talking out of pain that doesn't make it right and it's not excusable. So, but I was excusing it and then, but pushing the anger down and I think the anger actually started to direct to God, be directed toward God because I'm like, God, why don't you do something about this? And I found myself like yelling at him when it's not his fault for Junior's behavior. <laughs> And then he tells me, like, I don't blame you for anything. And I'm like, okay. And I guess that, but he must. He's probably doing the same thing I am. Because, you know, I don't want to blame him for stuff. Yet at the same time, he needs to be held responsible for his behavior. Just like I need to be responsible for mine. I'm responsible for my actions. I'm responsible for what I do, whether good or bad. Nobody forces me to make a decision except me. So I'm responsible for my actions. And so, but the human nature, it's really easy to go, well, I wouldn't have, like, I wouldn't have smoked if I wasn't so stressed out and all the you know drama but ultimately it's still my fault because 
I am responsible for my actions. I am responsible for making the right decisions. Do I, when I get angry or all this drama, do I take it before the Lord or do I go out and smoke a cigarette or get irrational or get angry and talk bad back to him, you know, back to Junior or lash out and then I'm participating and and I've been guilty of that a number of times but that's where it's really important to step back and because it's amazing how much more clearly you can see things when you're not right on top of it I mean when you're right next to what's going on like Oh, I heard a pastor say, and I don't, I'm going to mess it up. But like, if you take a penny and you put it right in front of your eye, it like clouds everything. But it's not until you pull it away and you realize how small it is. But something like that. But it's the same thing with a relationship. When you're right in front of each other all the time, it's, you don't get a time, a chance to, to, see things clearly because you're just in it and um so this time away from junior has been so beneficial for me to look at myself and see what's up with me and my own issues and to see how i've been manipulated or treated in a way that was inappropriate and you know regardless if you know he's lashing out in pain or out of pain and I get that I understand that that's why my heart goes out to him yet that is not excusable it's I mean he still needs to take responsibility for it so in that sense, you know, um, until he's ready to take responsibility for his own actions, he's going to stay stuck because I know he still wants to blame anybody but him. I mean, he might say, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry doesn't, it's... I don't know. I don't know. But gosh, yeah, I'm going to have to get a new phone because I just got a new charger and now it's not working on my phone. These Apple phones are just a piece of crap. I don't know how I'm going to do this because this weekend's so busy. I'm, I guess Monday I'm going to have to go get another phone. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, life is just what it is. It's nonstop. Just, if it's not one thing, it's another. And I need to just learn how to remain calm and pray and ask God to help me make my decisions because otherwise I'm going to be a basket case. It's just... It is what it is. I'm going to... I need to learn 
how to not freak out when certain things happen and I have gotten a lot better but it has taken a long time it really has because I realize I have been one dysfunctional person <laughs> I really have my whole life and so that's why I think I've had so much patience with Junior because he's never worked on anything for himself and I I've done tons of work on myself and gone through therapy and have you know read tons of books and listened to hundreds of sermons and you know so he actually still again he is doing very well for the short amount of time that he's been working on himself but um but still I just can't get caught up in his drama because it it's really gonna hurt me in the long run and um I think and I I mean I think the only solution is for him to go to a program and once he does that he's going to get so much healing if he ever goes or decides to make that decision but that's really the only way because I've been through programs and a number of them actually well no I never finished any I went through gosh I've probably been in at least 30 programs but the longest I lasted was two weeks but then when I went to the Christian home in Orange County, I did eight months, and then uh, 14 months in the Dream Center, and then I stayed there, you know, for four years, so, you know, it was, uh, I, constant ministry, and, and, uh, not counseling, but, you know, I, I, transition, so it wasn't, like, just, you know, um, I just got clean and then all of a sudden everything was fine. It's never going to be that way for anybody. But when I first got saved, I did get delivered completely right away and things started to change um, immediately. They did. But obviously it didn't last because, yeah, I ended up going back out. But... um It's been a long journey. It really has. And it's still going to go on until the day Jesus returns or I croak. So, anyways, um, I don't know that I'm going to have any time to do anything this weekend. Or maybe after my party tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see. But, um... Yeah, I just need some ministry myself, like, instead of me always. But you know what's crazy is yesterday was so awesome, and it was, it's therapeutic to me to actually be able to, to meet somebody like David yesterday and, and be able to just... I love talking to other people and reaching out to other people and it was just such a blessing and 
it just makes me feel amazing just being able to help anybody. So that, that, you know, can be ministry, not just to the person, but to me too. So, um, I don't know about Skid Row because most of the time going to Skid Rows, I feel like I'm sucked dry and, um, it's hard because you don't feel like you're making an impact out there. I mean, from, I, I know I don't a lot of times and I know other people I've talked to, you know, there's like glimmer, a glimmer of hope or encouragement, you know, when you talk to and pray for one person, but a lot of times you never see them again, or, you know, you see them over and over and nothing has changed, you know, and then, but then now and then somebody will go into the program and their life has changed. So it, you know, I just have to keep on doing what God wants me to do and I'm doing it for him not for anything else so yeah I just gotta keep you know and who knows you know we think we're having no impact ever but who knows we might go to heaven and see that there's a number of people that were impacted you know and we might not know until we die and and go to heaven and see people up there you know so yeah, nothing we do for God is ever in vain. So that's one great thing, like, well, one of the many. But anyways, I hope everybody's having um, a great day or night or whatever <laughs> time it is there. And um, God bless you, and thank you so much for listening.